We are dads. Wouldn't it be awesome to build a wildly profitable online business so we can all enjoy more dad time? We're about to learn how. This is Dadpreneur Freedom. Learn about online marketing without all the bullcrap. Eliminate the excuses and learn from someone who's already made all the mistakes, who's done it successfully for the last decade. It's time to build a business and a life you can truly be proud of. Welcome to Dadpreneur Freedom. Here's your host, Adam Dukes. We are dads. Wouldn't it be awesome to build a wildly profitable online business so we can all enjoy more dad time? We're about to learn how. This is Dadpreneur Freedom. Learn about online marketing without all the bullcrap. Eliminate the excuses and learn from someone who's already made all the mistakes, who's done it successfully for the last decade. It's time to build a business and a life you can truly be proud of. Welcome to Dadpreneur Freedom. Here's your host, Adam Dukes. Welcome back to the Dadpreneur Freedom Podcast. This is episode number 13. Now, before we dive in, if you missed any past episodes, please make sure to check them out at my website, www.adamdukes.com. I upload all past podcast episodes. I send out two to four emails a week. I upload them as blog posts. They're short, two to 300 words. And then I also I upload a lot of my YouTube videos. So I got you covered written content, audio content, video content. Uh, cover all three uh, modes of content so you can check it out again at adamdukes.com all past past podcast episodes also if you want to download the dadpreneur freedom blueprint discover the three steps to earn a thousand dollars a month in automated income working just 50 minutes a day you can check that out at adamdukes.com forward slash blueprint adamdukes.com forward slash blueprint so earlier today i read or i'm sorry i wrote an email about a little escapade i've been on or a deep dark uh, a deep rabbit hole not a dark rabbit hole but a deep rabbit hole i've been on over the last several months and it started with a book i picked up a book on amazon back in the end of july and i started reading it and i was instantly hooked i actually just finished the book for the second time uh this morning and i'll probably be reading it again here shortly uh but it it kind of i got like i said i went down this rabbit hole of consuming a truckload of content about this certain subject that i'll get to in a minute uh, i've read a couple of books on the topic i've listened to several podcasts on the topic uh, i've gotten active in a couple of facebook groups a couple of people that i follow they have this specific subject dialed in they they they're the mat they're very 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 good at it and so i started reading a lot of their posts on facebook uh some of the uh, two people i'm in their groups uh one lady was hosting a group actually about this specific topic and i just have consumed myself over the last two or so months just consuming myself and this this topic has it literally has the power to transform your business literally overnight and it was the topic of the book that i read like i said and the book that i read was called hundred million dollar offers and it is in it's made my top three list my favorite book of all time is called the slight edge i recommend it to everyone another one of my books is you are a badass it's a mindset book and then this book right here hundred million dollar offers if you're an entrepreneur 
sprint to Amazon, pick it up. If you're not blown away by it, um, I'll buy it back from you. <laughs> it's 99 cents. Uh, it's by a guy that name of Alex Hermosi, and the first page will suck you right in. The, his writing, whether he wrote it or a ghostwriter, I'm not sure, but man, it is just a compelling read. It really, really sucks you in about kind of his backstory and how he's built this huge, huge, he's got multiple companies doing over close to $100 million. And it's all on the back of creating what he calls a grand slam offer, uh, an offer so good that your prospects would feel stupid not to take you up on it. Something along those lines. I probably butchered that tagline, but that's the gist of it. And it's making an offer. And this is what he credits just three or four years ago. He was, he was a gym owner. He owned a couple of gyms, but he was struggling big time. Um, and he's turned it around. Now he goes and, uh, he works with gyms all over the United States. I think all over the world. And he turns them around in 21 or 28 days. Uh, I mean, I'm talking massive, massive turnarounds and it's all, uh, based on he, creates an irresistible offer for these gym owners. And it's proven time and time again. I think he said he's worked with over 4,000 gym owners and he charges a lot of money for it. Um, however, it is a great ROI, great return on investment for these gym owners because they get the money back. I think they do like 290, on average about 300 grand in new revenue over the course of, I think it's 11 months uh, working with him and he charges $42,000. Uh, but how he does it, he doesn't charge $42,000. Here's a little tip on creating a killer irresistible offer. He gets paid after the gym owner brings in the money. I'm not sure the exact details, but it's a no brainer offer for them. Again, they'd feel stupid not taking him up on this offer. And I've always known offer is a very, very, very crucial part of the marketing puzzle. And I coined a term years ago, probably five or six years ago called a godfather offer. And it's an offer they simply cannot refuse going off after the Godfather movie, which admittedly at 40 years old, I still have never seen that movie. Some people say I should, uh, they should take my man card, but I've never seen the Godfather. But anyways, back in the night, I was doing some research today before I wrote that email. Um, let me back it up. I wrote that email and I got it. I got several people responding loving the email. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to make this a podcast. I'm going to turn this email into a podcast because so many people love the email. It's on my website if you want to read it. Again, adamdukes.com. And they were like, this was an awesome email. You hit the nail on the head. So I wanted to turn it into a podcast. But back in the 1960s, a man by the name of Ed Mayer developed what's called the 40-40-20 marketing rule. And it's three elements in that any marketing promotion needs. Number one is the audience. Number two is the offer, and number three is the creative. So your audience is 40% of the marketing puzzle, your offer is 40% of the puzzle, and then your creative, which is your images, your text, your video on the advertisement, is the remaining 20%. So your audience and your offer are 80% of a marketing promotion. If As an entrepreneur, this is crucial, uh, having the right audience, but also having an irresistible offer. And what I find is most entrepreneurs, especially in the online, uh, online entrepreneur space, most skip over, I hammer this point home all the time, is you have to find a specific market, a specific group of people that has a specific problem, and you offer a specific solution, which would be your offer. But you have to get very, very narrowed down. And 
again, that's why I'm always hammering the point home of find your market first. That's step number one in starting a business is, is getting crystal clear on the person that you're serving, the person that you're helping, the problem that they have, and then the solution that you're offering. And a lot of entrepreneurs, like I said, they, they skip this mark, uh, uh, picking their market, they skip it or they half-ass it, you know, or they'll target a huge section of the market. And I used to do that as well. I started selling website design services in 2010. And I live out here in Las Vegas. And I literally marketed to every small business in Las Vegas. I called 5,000 local businesses and sold two websites for $297 each. It was over the course of about a six-week period. Uh, I was atrocious at cold calling. I'd never cold called in my life. I never really sold anything in my life until then. I would take a shot or four of whiskey to calm my nerves. I had a Bluetooth headset and I would use a power or a uh, automated dialer on the computer uh, through a company called Callfire. Hook, hook up the Bluetooth and I would just pace back and forth in my office, spare bedroom, uh, and in the hallway with a slight buzz, you know, because I, again, I'd have to take a couple of shots to calm my nerves and I would cold call these local businesses. And again, like I said, I didn't have a market. I, anyone who would listen to me and a lot of people who wouldn't listen to me, I would pitch them. So having, I learned the hard way of not having a target market after about a year and a half, I started focusing on attorneys and then I realized, wow, this is actually working. It makes a big difference when you focus on a specific market. So don't skip that step. Have a specific market. Uh, it's kind of the a lot of, like I said, a lot of the entrepreneurs, I joked in the email saying horse before the cart, cart before the horse. They don't know which one, you know, they're, they're worried about step number 37, whether they should use click funnels or build all or Kartra and they don't have a market and they don't have an offer. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. You skip, you skip steps number one and two, which are the most crucial pieces in business. And you're worried about step number 37, about what email provider to use, what funnel builder to use. Should I post on TikTok? What time should I post on Twitter? All those things don't matter until you have a market in place and then an offer to give them. And again, with your market, that's why you start with your market first is you need to uncover their pains, their problems, their dreams, their desires, their wants, their needs, their worries, their frustrations, their fears, their stresses, their anxiety. You really need to get crystal clear on all of that stuff. And then, and only then can you craft that Godfather offer for them, an offer they simply cannot refuse. And you cannot do Again, the cart before the horse, you can't create the offer without knowing the market. So you must know your market inside and out. And what I recommend, I hired a mentor last June, uh, June of 2020, and I paid a lot of money. It was in the mid four figures, let's just say that. And the first exercise she had us do was reach out to 50 people, 50 people in our target market and interview them. That was step number one. And I was like, man, this is going to be a lot of work, a lot of time. It wasn't a sales call. It was getting on the phone with them. And it took me about four months to complete 50 interviews, just scheduling conflicts. It was very, very difficult. Some of these conversations went 20 minutes. Some of them went two hours. Some of them went a little bit over two hours, but it was so impactful. I talked to 50 different dads from all over the uh, all over the United States. One dad was actually in Portugal, but I talked to these dads and just to hear their problems, hear their frustrations, hear their fears. One dad got teary-eyed with me at Houston. Another guy up in Portland was damn near crying on the phone. And again, we were just talking business.
business, uh, starting a side hustle, starting an online business. But once we started to get talking and deeper into the conversation, some of these conversations just kind of went into the weeds a bit, went off, went off topic and just got deep in the conversation. And they were just sharing with me a lot of personal stuff, a lot of things that they were struggling with. And when I did, when I completed these interviews, I just felt this bond with these dads, with these men that I really wanted to help them, that I really wanted to serve them. So that's one of my biggest piece of advice is reach out to your target market, get on the phone with them, start asking them questions, start asking their fears, their frustrations, what their dreams are, what their desires are, those types of questions. It's work. It's, it seems boring when you first think about it. Most people, 99.9% will blow me off when they listen to this. However, like I said, when I did it, when I actually got into it, I remember texting my buddy Conrad and being like, man, dude, this shit's powerful. I really feel connected with these men. I really want to help them. I really want to serve them. So I highly, highly recommend doing that, whether it's 20, the more, the better, the more you can get on the phone and really dissect your market and really get into their head and see what problems they have. And what you'll find, at least what I found is I recognize or I realize that all of us dads are so similar. You know, a a lot of the problems were the same. A lot of the fears are fears that I had or still have, you know, some of the fears I have, some of the frustrations, some of the stresses, anxiety about being a dad, about being an entrepreneur. But it was a really, really interesting exercise. And I'm actually starting to do it again. I'm going to start reaching out and start interviewing more dads. So if you're interested, shoot me an email at adam at adamdukes.com and we can hop on the phone. I can ask you some questions. It's not a sales pitch. It doesn't cost any money, but um, I just got a series of about, I think it's 16 different questions that I ask and kind of jot down some notes. So that's a, a big piece of advice, uh, getting to know your market. And then it it makes it easier to craft that offer because in your interview with them, you're asking them these questions about their dreams, their desires, their fears, their frustrations. And now you can craft that perfect offer. Again, you can ask questions about what they'd be willing to pay, what they're looking for in a course or a program or a coaching offer. Those are some of the questions that I asked and they'll give it to you. They'll let you know. And again, if you interview 50 people, you're going to get some commonalities. You know, you're going to get 25, 30% of them saying, I want this, I want this, I want this, I want this, or I don't want that, I don't want that, I would pay this, I have this to invest in something like that. So it's a really, really powerful exercise, went off on a little tangent on the market, but that might be the biggest piece of advice I could give you is to reach out to your market, start talking to them, start interviewing them. I recommend doing it on the phone, not via email, not via text message, not via direct message. It's much, much more powerful when you can get on the phone and have a two-way conversation and start asking questions and dig a little bit deeper. And like I kind of joked around a little bit ago about being on step number 37, the software tools don't matter. The social media platforms doesn't matter. A blog, a podcast, a YouTube channel, it doesn't matter. And I talk about this, I'm in a way I'm almost contradicting myself in a bit. This should have been episode number one. Um, it is because I talk, I, I, I talk about pick, choosing a blog, a podcast, or YouTube channel. However, you should have your market in place. I, I guess I assumed that, but you should have a market or an idea for a market, and you should have an offer or at least be working on an offer before all the other stuff. You know, there's a learning curve to a blog. There's a learning curve to a podcast. This is episode number 13. I'm still learning. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I recorded a full episode. I didn't click the microphone on, you know, so I had to re-record it. I'm learning editing, podcasting, and uploading and things like that. Uh, YouTube channel, there's a learning curve to it. All the software that you need, you really don't need a lot of software. Talked about that, I think, in episode number one or two. You need one piece of software. There's a learning curve for that. Putting out content, there's a learning curve for that. All that stuff takes time, and it's 
not to say it's not necessary, but it can be perceived as busy work because really, like I said, you need to find your market. You need to find their dreams, their desires, their pains, their problems, and you need to craft an offer. Then you do all that stuff. That's kind of like adding gas to the fire by putting out content. But step number one, uh, actually, before step number one, I, I do want to uh, I do want to make uh, make it a point. Like I said, a lot of entrepreneurs they worry about the tools and the platforms, and a lot a lot of them have it ass backwards. And, and it's not their fault that this is what the gurus teach. This is there's been like I said, some of these podcast episodes I just assumed you had that in place, which isn't right for me. So I'm I'm a dipshit for not being upfront about that. Having your market in place, having an offer in place, or at least working on both of those things. You know, you don't have to have it crystal clear, especially your offer. Your offer, you're going to be fine-tuning. And your market, too. You'll never have it set in stone, either of them. They're kind of like living, breathing things that you're constantly, they're constantly evolving. Your market's going to be constantly evolving. Your offer, you're going to be tweaking it. You're going to be optimizing it. Hopefully, you're going to be improving it. Hopefully, offer number one is going to be decent. Offer version eight is going to be much better. Offer offer version 27 is going to be much, much better. And again, offer one is going to be the cheapest. Offer eight, you can increase the price. Offer 27, you can increase the price substantially. So as you improve your offer, as you fine tune it, as you dial it in, you start increase, or you can, you don't have to. You increase the price as it gets better and better. So if you're an entrepreneur and you've been in the business world, been an entrepreneur for, for several years, you you might have some unlearning to do. Like I said, I've had a lot of things to unlearn over the years by listening to some of these gurus that I thought knew it all. Uh, if you're a newer entrepreneur, uh, brand new or newer, you know, six months, 12 months maybe, you're lucky. You don't have, uh, you don't need to unlearn as much. But step number one, find your market. That's crucial. That's that's step number one. Find your market. Get involved. Reach out to them. Start chatting with them. Just have conversations. It's really really simple. Like I said, it might seem boring or oh, I don't want to talk to them. I need to make money. You know, that's how some people. But trust me, like I said, the exercise. Like I said, if you reach out to them, have phone calls, phone conversations with them, it's such a powerful exercise. And it almost it should eliminate your shiny object syndrome when you get deep within the market. That is, if it's a market you enjoy. You know, if you start talking to seven people and you're like, oh, I do not enjoy talking to these people, then you'll know. And then you can pivot and find a new market. And then you start reaching out. Like I said, I reached out to these dads and it just was so such a powerful exercise for me. Uh, and then step number two is you craft your godfather offer. And after you talk to these people, after you talk to these people in your market, you'll be able to kind of assemble or build your godfather-like offer. And then you can start reaching out to them if you so choose to the people you've talked to and say, hey, Thanks for the conversation three weeks ago. I talked to several of you. A lot of people were dealing with X, Y, and Z. I came up with a solution. I'm going to be launching it next Tuesday or whatever it is, whether it's a coaching program, whether it's an ebook, whether it's a training, whether it's a webinar, whether it's an audio series, whatever it is. And you can reach out to them, maybe give them a discount, say, hey, thanks for the phone call. Thanks for your time. I'm going to knock off 20% or I'm going to give you a 50% discount or I'm launching this to 10 people and it's this price. Uh, but when I launch it the next round, it's going to be double, triple, quadruple the price, whatever it is. So step number one, find your market. Step number two, craft a godfather-like offer. I'm telling you, over the last several weeks to these two months, this rabbit hole that I've went down, I'm like, you, you really don't even need the software tools. Um, 
not to say you don't need content, uh, but some of the people that I follow, the one guy that I follow, his name is Travis, and he just, he's on Facebook. I don't think he has a web, uh, he does have a website, I take that back. It's a website just with a sales page, and he posts on Facebook three, four times a week, and he's got a Facebook group. That is his entire business. He doesn't have funnels. He doesn't have email autoresponders. He doesn't have a blog or a YouTube channel or a podcast. He doesn't have anything like that. And I'm pretty confident in saying he's doing well over a million dollars. It's just a one-man operation. It's a simple, simple, simple business model. And he's a guy from Arkansas. He's 50-some years old, and he crushes it. He does very, very well for himself. And I, I respect him for it. He, he does things his way, uh, the, not the flashy, not the fancy. He's not up on stages. He, he doesn't prefer any of that stuff. It's just a simple approach to business. And he taught, his specialty is kind of creating Godfather-like offers. I forgot what he calls them, but he he specializes in offer creation. It's a fantastic skill to learn. So I've went long enough on this podcast. Uh, like I said, I really want to hammer home that point. Simplify your life. Simplify, or I should say simplify your business. Find a market, create a Godfather-like offer. And then step number three would be get the traffic. How do you get traffic to your offer? And we talk about that in a lot of podcast episodes. I'm not going to go deep into that. You can put out content, a blog, a podcast, or YouTube channel. You can get on social media. You can do advertising. You can twirl signs on the side of the road, newspaper, magazine, TV, radio. I really don't care what it is. But find a market, create an offer, and then get traffic to that offer. So I'm going to wrap it up. Hey, if you'd be so kind, if you could leave a review over on whatever you're listening to, whether it's uh, Apple Apple iTunes, whatever it's called, Apple Play now, I think, or Google Play, I would greatly appreciate it. I'm not asking for a five-star review. Like a lot of these podcast hosts, I'm asking for an honest review. If you think the podcast was bullshit and I rambled on, let me know. that It's not going to hurt my feelings, and it will help me make this podcast better. If you think it's a five-star even better. Leave a five-star review. If you think it's two, three, or four, let me know that as well. So I appreciate you listening. As always, thank you so much. You've been listening to Dadpreneur Freedom, empowering us dads to build a wildly profitable online business and a life we can be proud of. If you enjoyed the episode, make sure to give us a positive rating and review and share it with a fellow dad. For more step-by-step tutorials, check out the YouTube channel at adamdukes.com slash yt. And be sure to check out www.adamdukes.com for past podcast episodes, videos, and blog posts to help you build your online business. Till next time, this is Dadpreneur Freedom, signing off. You've been listening to Dadpreneur Freedom, empowering us dads to build a wildly profitable online business and a life we can be proud of. If you enjoyed the episode, make sure to give us a positive rating and review and share it with a fellow dad. For more step-by-step tutorials, check out the YouTube channel at adamdukes.com slash yt. And be sure to check out www.adamdukes.com for past podcast episodes, videos, and blog posts to help you build your online business. Till next time, this is Dadpreneur Freedom, signing off.